Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasma Plumes, and I'm coming to you pre recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Alright, so before I get started in here today, first off, I just want to apologize because I know there wasn't a Plumes cast last week, and I'll be upfront with y'all. I genuinely spent probably about three or four hours trying to record it, and when I say trying to record it, I mean I would do takes, and then something would happen and it'd interrupt it, and then I just couldn't get back into the rhythm of it, because nine times out of ten, like, actually, no, I'll be a little more fair to myself, 9.95 times out of ten... I like to do this in a single run. I think it sounds better. I think it, you know, kind of flow, like it just flows better, you know, instead of having bit choppy conversation going in and out. Like I realize, and this is a little bit further down the line, but it's like when it comes time for more ad type stuff, I'm going to have to, you know, program myself to be like, all right, at 30 minutes, I have to be like, all right. And we were be taking a break from our conversation to have a word from our sponsors and then go on from there but honestly anytime i've had to stop it before in the past i can always hear it like especially if i'm re-listening to one of the older podcasts and i hear a break i'm just like fuck i knew it especially like also if i just start speaking way too quickly after a pause i'm like that's where that's where i did it So, it really is one of those things where, like, yes, I love doing this as if it's a single-take podcast, almost like a live conversation, because I think it just sounds more authentic, but I also like it because it doesn't drive me up the wall when I'm listening back to it. I'm like, fuck, I can't mix that any better, uh, alright, I don't have time sending it, you know? (laughs) But no, also, like... I was not in the best headspace last week, and I, you know, we've talked about this a myriad of times as we've talked about getting ready to start New Year's resolutions, but I was just not in the best headspace last week where I was trying to record, I was trying to deal with work stuff, I had, you know, like, no real rest, I was like, alright, I'm gonna do this. I Like, I set aside time on Sunday. I even made jokes every time I started a second take or a third take or a fifth take, if that matter. I'm like, alright, well, you know, I was making the joke that it was 4.20 when I started recording and usually I have this thing out by 2. And, like, I just... The more I did it, the angrier I got. <laughs> and now I'm just kind of laughing at it because, you know... I decided to be fair to myself. I'm like, look, you know, clearly I can't do a strong podcast today, so I'm just going to let bygones be bygones, and I'm just going to roll out, and, you know, we'll handle it however we need to handle it the next time. And that's, my friend, is why I am here today. Because, no, I really did want to have a really good conversation about seasonal affective disorder, um, you know, and I genuinely think there are a lot of people out there that have it and don't realize they have it because we've always kind of said it's like the winter blues and stuff and I really wanted to be like on top of my game for that I am a little sad this one's being you know recorded just you and me um or rather it's not live (laughs) uh it's pre-recorded so everybody that's hearing this now outside of me who will probably forget what I say in the like the next five minutes after I say it, it's all pre-recorded, 
and I want like I really did. I want had a or I wanted to have a conversation about you know how do you have sad. You know, going forward, I'm going to refer to it instead of seasonal affective disorder. It's sad, you know, um, just because it's less of a mouthful <laughs> and I have less chance of like tossing in some other mishmash of words. Like, I don't fucking know. Seasonal affity. That isn't even a word. <laughs> I guarantee you I would say something like that. But no. I really just wanted to be in a good headspace, and I wanted to follow my resolutions of being kinder to myself before I got into a serious topic like this. Now, granted, uh, from the last time we spoke, I also am feeling a lot healthier. You know, I was a little bit sick when I was trying to record. Um, also, the fox wife, Juju, is feeling much, much better-ish. I'm saying ish because we finally got her to the doctor the other day and she's on a Z-Pack and she's starting to sound a lot better. And genuinely, I cannot be more thankful for that, despite the fact that it was an expensive trip. (laughs) And I really like, I know I'm kind of getting a little off topic already, but genuinely, guys, when it comes to health, there's no, like, you can't skimp out on that. Even if you like... Even if you're looking at, like, two different pairs of soles for your shoes, and one's ten bucks more than the other, dude, I will spend, like, that extra ten bucks if it's for my feet. Because these are the only two pair, or, these, these are the only two pairs of feet that I have. No! <laughs> it's the only pair of feet that I have. God, imagine if I did have another pair of feet. Bro, what... I wonder if they be... Alright, no, 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 no. I'm off on my own little happy nowhere land, like, imagining having four feet, but... <laughs> and whether or not they be as jacked as my current legs are. But, um, no, like, genuinely, when it comes to health, don't skimp out on it, because if you do, it's gonna cost you more in the future. Uh, and, you know, in saying all that, that's actually a really good preference for today, because... Sad is definitely something that might need a little bit of an investment into to get better from, you know. But I also want to start this all all off with, sad is temporary, okay? Sad is just a passing of the seasons. Like, it's not, I wouldn't call it full-blown depression. You know, yes, it does have similar you know, impacts of it, but it's temporary. It's a seasonal depression. But at the same time, I do truly believe off the rip that you know in your heart what you need to do to feel better. And whatever the cost may be for that, whether it's therapy, whether it's a vacation, whether it's, you know, just getting yourself something that you know you'll have fun with, genuinely, sometimes that's all you need. Just something to brighten your day just a little bit. Don't be afraid to open up your wallet. Because the thing about sad is it can and will impact your life. Well, rather, it'll impact your work and it'll impact your friendships and it'll impact your family. So, you know, if you aren't ready to have the conversation with employers, um, with your friends, with your family, like if you're just discovering this for yourself, then seriously, be a little bit kinder to yourself, follow my resolution, and get yourself something nice. Excuse me. 
sorry about that. I still have a little bit of congestion in me, and it just, like, occasionally likes to bubble up. I apologize for that. <laughs> but let's, like, genuinely, you know what's best for you. Like, if I could sum down this entire podcast in just a short bit, all jokes aside, in the most serious tone I can give you, sad fucking blows. It comes out of nowhere. You could go most of your life without noting, like knowing that you have it in just certain situations, trigger it, and then all of a sudden, every you know January and February, you're just like, man, life really fucking blows. Please. Again, all kidding aside, all jokes, everything gone. Be kind to yourself. Realize that this isn't your fault, that you're feeling this kind of way, and most importantly, that it will come to pass. You have to power through this because you have a whole other 10 months of the year to enjoy and have fun. Don't dread. Like, here's the thing. My advice today may not be enough to get you to stop dreading the coming of winter, especially if it's, you know, as gloomy as it is for me. But I hope at the end of this podcast, you walk away with the tools you need to best combat it, just so that way you go through not a winter depression, but a winter hibernation of sorts. And when spring rolls around, you're ready to fucking have the best spring break ever. It's just, you know, I think that's what you deserve. Even if you don't think you deserve it right now, I do. And I'm sure your friends, your family, your coworkers, everybody would agree with that. Because at the end of the day, we want to see you at your best. It's okay to be a little low for a little while. It's okay if that little while evolves to, you know, instead of just a couple of months years the most important part is you cannot allow yourself to stop if your best today is getting out of bed and getting in the shower then you've done an amazing job be proud of yourself pat yourself on the back you've earned it and get yourself a cookie go go get yourself your favorite cookie or you know no 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 don't even get a cookie go get a boston cream donut those things are the shit <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not telling you to do it because I've been craving donuts because the Fox wife and I had a conversation about fucking Krispy Kreme like a week ago and I've been craving donuts ever since. <laughs> I actually, you know, quick side story to make you smile. I actually had donuts the other day. Like, um, we were doing a training session at work for another company that was coming in. And straight out, yeah, no, they had some donuts there, and I had a donut. I did not get the donut that I wanted. You know, I was, bro, I was staring at this donut so hard. Like, I was talking to one of my coworkers, just shooting the shit. Like, one of the guys that, like, I actually can pal around with, and, because he's closer to my age. And I was like, bro, there's a, there's a red velvet donut in there. I love me a red velvet donut. Like, my favorite cake, red velvet. My favorite flavor of ice cream, red velvet. My favorite K-pop grant, or favorite K-pop band, it's twice. <laughs> anyway, I like red velvet. <laughs> One of my coworkers just came up, and, like, he comes in, he 
jumps in the conversation for a little bit. He looks at the donuts. He's like, ooh, donuts. And he grabs the red velvet. I, oh, dude. It was already a rainy day, and I was already kind of bummed. And I saw that shit. I'm like, you fuck. And then he walked away eating it. And I didn't even say anything. I know I glared. Or at least I looked hurt. Because even Danny, like my coworker, just started laughing. He's like, yeah, that, that happens. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway. No. All right. <laughs> I hope I hope that little donut diversion made you smile. Because <laughs> it's definitely... That's the thing, too. Is when you talk about this kind of stuff, you always have to interject with some level of, you know, joy. You can't have, you know, depression without happiness. You can't, like, it's yin and yang. You have to be able to appreciate when you can smile. Especially when you're down. When you see those little moments, those little, you know, shimmers of light. Absolutely go towards them. You know, unless it's illegal or something like that to do so, then don't. But seriously, you know, find yourself 15 minutes here out of the day. And these are you know, tips that I was going to give you down the line, but here's a freebie. Give yourself like 15 minutes out of the day. Do a pomodoro or pomodoro, something like that. It's a timer. Okay. Where basically out of every hour, you give yourself five minutes to do whatever you want. People use it for studying. People use it for focusing. People use it for, you know, exercise. And ultimately all it is, is Locking your phone down for, at least in this instance, locking your phone down and giving yourself like a set, set group of apps. And it's like, okay, you know, I'm committing myself 45 minutes. I'm not using any other app except for, you know, work related stuff. I have it on my phone just because there's certain times at work where I can't get my head on right. I want to just dick around on Reddit, Twitter, what have you. And, you know, so I put this app, for me, it's the Forest app. I paid for Pro, which is like a $5 uh, lifetime payment, just so I could sync it with my browser version of it. And, because, like, you can put it in as an extension, which is really nice. Um, And it doesn't fully block you from using things. Like, I have YouTube blocked on it, and I can still look at YouTube videos on other sites... Like, say, for example, I was looking up how to raise a domain forest level, which I know that makes no sense to y'all. But if it's just a link embedded on another website to a YouTube video, it will allow me to play the YouTube video. I just can't go to YouTube itself proper, else, you know, I'll get a nice little pop-up that's like, hey, your tree is still growing, you know, close the tab, get back to work, that kind of thing. But no, you have to interject just little things to help build yourself up during, like, during the workday, during, you know, home time. Limit how much time you're on your phone, too. Do the opposite of it. Uh, I'm, (laughs) I'm getting myself, like, so many different, like, I'm putting myself in so many different lanes right now as I'm trying to talk about all this because this is something I'm incredibly passionate about because it affects me too you know hell I was definitely feeling the sad when I was trying to record last week but here's the thing too you know and like 
Mind you, all of this was started because I wanted to let y'all know that Plumescast is officially a self-help podcast. Crazy. <laughs> like, yes, I changed it from comedy to self-help because I spent a good bit Sunday last week looking through other podcasts to see, you know, what kind of things they cover. You know, if I'm in the comedy podcast here, do people talk about mental health? Do they talk about, you know, well-being in general? And it's not really a thing whatsoever. So maybe I was marketing to the wrong people. So, you know, if this is your first Plumes cast, I am so sorry that I am, you know, 10 different spots. You know, this is how my brain just 3D thinks. I will jump from, like, one point to another to another to another to another and then somehow bring it all the way back around. Just because I just can continuously be thinking and thinking and thinking while talking. And I hope, you know, if you can keep up with me, I hope you're able to take some of this advice and run with it, you know? But anyway, no, like, I wanted to start all this off with talking about what sad is. You know, what symptoms are there? And what makes it a little bit different from depression? It's not, you know, that vastly different. Because, you know, for certain people, it only really matters where they're at. And what time of year it is. Like, let's... Alright, let me let me calm myself down a little bit. Because, yes... As I've said, this is something that impacts me. It's something that I didn't know I had until I started working my current job. Now, mind you, I've been at my current position for about, you know, two years-ish. You know, two years in the summer. And I love it. There are definitely times that I get upset about the work I have to do. There are definitely times where I feel underappreciated. And there are definitely times where I'm like, fuck, I could be making more money doing this somewhere else. But there's something that keeps me at that office. And the fact of the matter is, is I love the people that I work with. Yes, they're pains in my ass. I guarantee you anywhere I work, I can find somebody that's going to annoy me. You know, not to say that I'm the best employee ever, you know, I've built a sense of tenure with this company. And, you know, I am willing to put up with a little bit of sad because ultimately the things that I'm learning and the things that I'm doing are going to set me up for such a better future that I may not even have to think about sad when I'm, you know, three years from now. When I'm in a new position doing God knows what, (laughs) you know, in a nice windowed office because, yes, my friends, that's what it was. I don't have a window in my office. Okay, I, up until I started working, or like, come to think of it, I, at my very first IT job, I didn't have a window in my office, but I was always moving around so much because I was grunt IT that I was always outside. Like, there are three buildings that I was running between, and then there are other locations that I was always driving to, so I was always at least somewhat outside, which I needed, I didn't know I needed it, but I needed it. I, and then when I started working professionally after college, I had a window office. It was a tiny ass window, 
that I could barely see anything out of. And bro, my <laughs> my office back then was like the size of an expanded broom closet. But I could still see outside. I could see when it was raining. I could see animals coming up and hanging out like right outside the train tracks. Like I would go out there and I would put food out just so that way I could see wildlife come up and just hang out. I loved it. You know, I put up with a bunch of bullshit from that company just because I could look outside. Because having that ability to look out and see everything right beyond my window, bro, that gave me just enough serotonin to, you know, be okay with not getting a pay raise that I was promised until January, like, 153. Yeah, no, I didn't get my raise, or at least they didn't offer my raise to me until, like, June, when I finally put in my two weeks. It's crazy, like, and it was a running joke that we had, that every day after January 31st, oh no, you know, it's not February 1st, it's January 32nd. It, bro, I, mm. So, imagine being me, alright? I'm working at a vastly better company that genuinely I can talk to my boss about nearly anything. You know, I'm able to get myself into so many different aspects of my, you know, career that ultimately whatever I decide to go after, I, oh my Lord, I will stand tall. You know, I had the honor of talking to somebody from another company that was interested in hiring me that, you know, ultimately we figured out the position would not be an amazing fit for me because, you know, yes, even though I got my degree in cybersecurity, my current, you know, workings have led me down towards more administration type stuff. And even though, yes, I can do digital forensics, they wanted something with or they wanted somebody with, you know, more experience in that. Like, that was already their job. Like, yes, I could do it. You could put me in there. Like, we've had the conversation where it was just, you know, yes, we, like, I could put you in this seat. You would figure it out in, like, three weeks, and then you would destroy it. But the problem is, is I don't have that time to give you, like, that three weeks. However, he put me on an incredibly short list, and I need to text him just to be like, hey, happy new year. Um, Because, yeah, no, he's my buddy's boss, and he, like, really was a really good conversation. But from that, I learned that I am worth over $100,000, like, a year in the right company. Hell, even talking to my boss this year, he let slip that a single hour of my time at my current company is worth anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars an hour, depending on what I do. All right, I don't, I can't do the math off the top, but that's a considerable more amount of money than the one I'm making right now. <laughs> but you know, that's why I'm podcasting, trying to get like a couple of change or a couple of cents here and there. <laughs> but you know, ultimately, my experience at this current company has been so much greater. So why did I start being more depressed? Like it wasn't that like my work was getting harder. Like I love the challenge. Being able to program shit and build things out. Bro, I love it. It's so fascinating to me. The things that I can get my hands on. 
and just run with. So why then was I feeling more and more depressed when all of a sudden, you know, I am given the keys to my own future? Like, I could just run any direction and thrive. Like, I, every day is a challenge. Every day is something new to learn. Whether it's something on the news that, like... Oh, you know, another company got hacked, another company got breached, this is what happened, and then I can take it and bring it back to my company and be like, hey, oh, we have this, I can fix this before this happens. You know, all in all, I should have the recipe to success. So why am I more depressed? And then it hit me. My office does not have a window. When I drive into work, when I drive into work some mornings, I don't get to see the sun. And when I'm driving home at night, bro, I definitely don't get to see the sun then. So after going like four or five days without seeing the sun, absolutely I start noticing things wrong about me. You know, yes, this is how I'm going to bring in what kind of symptoms you can experience with sad. But for me, bro, I get irritable, like easily able to be pissed off and I'm sorry if you heard my chair <laughs> but easily less patient I don't want to eat I don't like I have a hard time going to sleep and staying asleep like you know I'm kind of blessed in the sense that I can you know lay down like when it's time for bed if I'm tired tired I will fall asleep within two minutes like the second I put my head down two minutes later I'm out if I'm tired, five minutes. If I need to settle down, at most 20 minutes. You know, let me dick around on my phone for a little bit. But so long as my head's on the pillow, I'll finally be like, ah, I can grind Epic 7 and, you know, all this other stuff later. And I'll put my phone down and then I'm out. You know, just, I need that little bit of quiet serenity to bring all the crazy thoughts in my head to a stop. But no, when I can't see the sunlight, when I've been kind of like, especially if it's been raining for a couple of days and I've been rained on and I'm cold and I'm wet, bro, uh-uh. It takes me like 30 minutes to fall asleep, doesn't matter how tired I am. And then when I finally do get asleep, I will wake up throughout the night or I'll have nightmares. And so my rest is just not even halved. It's like 40% of what I should be getting. But no, other things you can deal with. That, you know, aren't, like, what I don't deal with, <laughs> you know, other symptoms of which can be mood changes, as I've talked about, fatigue and low energy levels, yeah, that's me, uh, sleep changes, yeah, that's me, withdrawal from others and activities that are usually enjoyable. This one kind of hits, alright? This one varies, because sometimes I'm so, like, desperate for friendship that I will go out to, like, you know, make friends here, the Reddit, and just send messages to people. And sometimes, like, it comes back and we have a great conversation and my mood lightens up. You know, other times I become super clingy. And whenever I get to see the fox wife after I come home, or after she comes home, or after I go get her at her, um, and we're finally at home together, like, I don't want to sleep because I haven't spent enough time with another warm body, <laughs> you know? Um... 
aside the fact that she's the woman that I love and adore and cherish above all else, like the fact that I haven't been able to spend any time with her or anybody else, like I just sit there and I'm like, no, babe, I don't, I don't want to go to sleep yet. I, I like hanging out with you. This is nice. <laughs> I feel bad for that because you know, I like. I always thought I had a, you know, social battery of sorts, and I do, but the fact of the matter is, sometimes it drains because I don't get to interact with people, and then I'm dealing, like, I'm working through hard stuff at the office, my brain's muddled, I can't think right, and I just come home, I'm like, baby, let me, let me recharge, and I'll just hug her, and everything gets better a little bit, because she's amazing, and I love her. Anyway, (laughs) that's embarrassing. But <clears throat> other things that you can deal with, um, you can start feeling more aches and pains because you're not sleeping right. You're not, you know, holding yourself in the right positions. Like I noticed too, I will slump so much more when I'm sad or when I'm going through the sad because I don't know why. Like I'll just hunch back more and I notice my back starts bugging me more because yeah, no, I've been fucking Hunchback of Notre Dame and over my keyboard. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, you stop eating well because you're trying to find momentary, like, joys. Which, by all means, if you need candy, go get yourself some candy. If you need some chocolate, go get yourself some chocolate. Hell, before I start recording, I bought the Fox Wife some mochi today because she wanted chocolate. So I got some white chocolate mochi waiting for her. For when she gets off of work. But, and I'm going to bring them when I go to pick her up. Because I'm just amazing like that. (laughs) Point for me, point for me. (laughs) But, of course, you know, you're not eating as well. So you start gaining weight. Also, to add on to it, you know, especially if you're trying to do, like, any New Year's resolution to try and be healthier, you're going to find it harder. And you might end up failing those resolutions early because, ayo, it's been too cloudy. Mr. Sunshine ain't out there. So you might end up being more critical of yourself in that too. And again, I cannot stress this enough. This is something I told you all in the very beginning of all this. If you're like one of those people who, like me, can only listen to like 10 minutes of a podcast at a time and then you have to go do something else, here's a reminder. Bro... Be kinder to yourself. Allow yourself that little pit of, you know, acceptance. And like that little, you know, shrug. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt and realize you yourself are going through a difficult moment. You know, you might have difficult external factors like... Hey, maybe work is really demanding today. Hey, maybe you didn't sleep well. Hey, maybe you're sick. Be kind to yourself. Allow yourself that moment of serenity just to be like, you know what? Yeah, life is hard right now. And don't try to be, you know, something better. You know? Like, obviously, obviously don't allow yourself to stop off from your goals. Don't allow yourself to come to a complete stop on any of that. But understand, you know, not every day has to be a progress point. Understand that at the end of the day, sometimes the best you can do today is just exist. 
That doesn't mean you failed your goals. That means you're taking the like right mental precautions to further, you know, get towards them. Get one step down the line. The next step that you have to take to get better is easier because you were kinder to yourself today instead of trying to force yourself to be something that you're not able to be right then and there. And then when you finally clear that step, hey, maybe it becomes easier because you allowed yourself a little reprieve. Now, obviously, you can tell I'm affected by it because I get so, you know, impassioned by it, you know, because, again, this is something that I didn't know I had until recently. And some of you, this might be your first year discovering it. And, you know, some of you, it may be because you moved like. Studies have shown that sad is worse the further away from the equator you are. Because you just don't get as much sunshine. You don't get as much daylight. You don't get, you know, as much really vitamin D, as it were. And, you know, that's why whenever you go onto any of these websites and you're like, Hey, how do I deal with sadness? Everybody will tell you, take vitamin D. Which, yeah, no, sometimes that helps. I'm not going to lie, I take a multivitamin just because I realize that, you know, I don't eat the healthiest. I don't get all my food groups every day. It's kind of impossible in this current market to, you know, be able to afford every single food group today. So, you know, I like being able to take something that makes me feel a little bit better and helps me, you know, better shape my body for what I want it to be. So I take a one a day, you know, the men's version that has some vitamin D in it. But you can also, you know, instead of just getting vitamin D, get outside. You know, whenever you have the opportunity to, even if it's only for a couple of minutes a day, if the sun is out, please go like get out there. Have fun. Try and, like, take a few minutes. You know, a lot of companies allow for a smoke break, right? Where you go outside, smoke a cigarette, come back in. I'm not saying take a smoke break. Don't start smoking because Phantasma Bloom's here. Told you do. Seriously, don't. Um, But no. Go out and take a sunshine break. Take five minutes. Go outside. Catch your breath. Relax. And if you have the opportunity to, when the sun is out, you know, by all means, go out and exercise. Go out and have fun. Go out with your friends. You know, give yourself excuses to be outside. Maybe, you know, you have a yard work project that you've been, you know, kind of holding back on. Something for the spring that if you really want to take off, that you have to do the work now when it's ice cold. And it's like, look, I know... It's in our nature to want to stay warm. You know, we naturally go towards the heat, especially when it's cold. And it's hard to get out of bed when it's all nice and warm. And you have all the blankets piled up and you're weighted down. It just feels all nice and snuggly. Bro, you know, absolutely take those days if that's what you need to do. But also give yourself, you know, a chance to be outside. Whether that's just reading on your back patio. Like, seriously, I've started to read again. And again, I've talked about this before in the past. I would love to do a book club with y'all. Just so that way we have a little reprieve from everything else going on in the world. 
just be like, alright guys, it's time for the Phantasma Book Club, but, you know, all in all, give yourself a reason to be outside, go walk the dog, go, you know, take a walk yourself, find yourself a new walking path, and maybe what you end up finding, especially if you're trying to lose weight this year, which a lot of us are, what you'll find is when you start small, when you start giving yourself, you know, all right, I'm going to take a five minute walk. And the next time you go to want to walk, you're going to want to go longer. And you gradually not only give yourself more sunshine and more time outside and more of that fresh air that your brain and your mood really needs to shine. Not even what your brain and mood, what your soul needs to just shine and be the radiant you that you are. You start finding yourself wanting to be out there more and more. And you can go for further and further. And guess what? Now you're starting to work out. Good for you. I'm proud of you. But, you know, if that isn't your thing, then do your best to try and get some good sleep. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you are doing, eating, whatever. You need a good night's sleep. And it's hard. It is incredibly difficult to get a good night's sleep when you're depressed. And when you have all this bullshit on your mind, when you're not thinking straight, by all means, it's hard. But if you can just limit, you know... A little bit of that TV time that you use to stay up. Like, figure out what your vice is. What's keeping you up until 2, 3 in the morning? Is it games? Like, I'll be up front with y'all. The only reason I did better with my sad last year, and I never had the courage to tell her this, so, honey, you're hearing this for the first time, but the only reason I got better with my sad last year was because the fox wife would encourage me to go to bed earlier. Because I'd be like, oh yeah, no, I go to bed at like 1, 2 in the morning, and then I sleep for like 3 hours, and then I wake up at like 6, and I drive for an hour to get into work, and then, <laughs> you know, through traffic. And then, you know, I, it takes me like 2 hours to come home, and I do it all again. Like... That woman had to beat me upside the head with a stick in order for me to be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I should go to bed earlier. And then, you know, she ended up living with me down the line. And now she actually can be the one to beat me upside the head with a stick. (laughs) I'm up too late working on something. But, and you know, you might need that. Get an accountability buddy. Get somebody, like, especially if it's somebody from the community. You know, rather our community, maybe your community, but by all means, reach out to somebody here and be like, hey, I need to go to bed at this time. Would you mind just texting me to go to sleep if you see me online or DM me on Twitter or, you know, anything else? Like, use your friends. Again, they want to see you succeed. And yeah, you might have some toxic friends that are like, oh, you're going to bed at midnight? You're... Alright, Grandpa. And you know what? And again, this was not the conversation topic that I was planning on (laughs) talking about today. Just because, you know, it's a heavy topic. But we've definitely talked about it before in the past. And the truth of the matter is, sometimes you gotta let go of people. And the only reason I'm telling you this now is because, bro, I absolutely 
had a incredible day today. I was able to go outside. I, you know, I woke up. I had a lot of energy. I cleaned like the kitchen before the foxwife got up. So it was a nice little surprise for her. I, you know, was able to go for a walk in like one of my favorite parks. I walked that bitch for about an hour. I got about like four miles in and I was fasting. Like I, I don't know how, but somehow I was able to fast for like 18 hours, which means I hadn't eaten anything since like 1030 the night before. When I finally was able to eat, I had some like delicious food and I was just, I actually had some like spicy or some chili tofu. That shit is legit. If you go to H Mart, by all means, get you some chili tofu. But anyway, <laughs> if if you go, you mention Phantasma Plumes. They might, you know, eventually start questioning what the hell is up and look me up. But <laughs> um, no, seriously, like I was able to just clear my mind and I was able to like have a good conversation with myself. You know, obviously I wasn't talking out to anybody. You know, if anything, the only thing people were hearing was, hey, how's it going every time I pass by somebody? Because I had my headphones on, I was listening to my workout playlist, I got my entire 10,000 steps that I needed for the Pikmin Bloom Community Day in like an hour and a half. And I felt good about that. And I was able to have a full-on conversation with myself about some of the bullshit that I've been going through lately. And I realized, you know, sometimes you gotta let people go. And... You know, you kind of got to bury the hatchet sometimes, especially if they've wronged you in the past and or someone else that you deeply care about. And, you know, sometimes you just got to let them go without getting the revenge or being able to be like, you know what? This is why. And when you start allowing yourself that genuine, you know, honesty to say, hey, you know what? Maybe this is where it ends. You allow yourself to heal that much more. And you know, sometimes, something I realized too, is in looking back to a lot of, you know, my traumas in life, because trust me, I was in a deep forest, and I was able to just have like this intimate conversation with myself where I was just about to cry every bend. Because I was just like, look, you know, I want to blame myself for a lot of the shortcomings of, you know, old friends, family, and because I wasn't enough to do this. And I finally had this aha moment where I said, you know what? I can't continue to hold myself at that level because I don't hold them to the same level. Like, I cannot tell myself that... I didn't do enough because they didn't do enough. And in that same breath, I can say that they were probably trying their best. That doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't make me a bad person. They were probably trying their best in the given situation. And in that moment, that was the best they can do. But in that same breath, in that moment, it was the best I can do. And suddenly I felt just a huge weight lift off my shoulders. And I realized that kind of all comes back to how sad and depression all hit. You know, it comes in waves. We've talked about it countless times on the podcast, but it comes in waves. 
And you will sometimes feel amazing. You'll be above the water. You're fine. And then you get hit with a wave out of nowhere. And just all these emotions that don't feel like you come flooding through. And you have to realize, especially when you're back above the water, that that's not you. That's not who you are. You know who you are. And if it bothers you to see what, you know, the wave does to you, then we got to work on getting you to the right way, I guess, to get you to above water more. Because there's no reason you should sacrifice yourself for the well-being of others. You know? You deserve your own happiness. And most importantly, so do they. And sometimes just getting away from the situation is what will make you both happiest. Sorry, that's like a whole nother conversation on, you know, dealing with people that you no longer want in your life. And I will gladly go into that. But to kind of bring it all back around to, you know, sadness, you might realize that more and more in this vulnerable time. By all means, sadness sucks. It absolutely can destroy how you feel about yourself, and you will have a rebuild period. But at the same time, as much as they say, you know, don't drink the chalice filled with poison when presented to you, you know, it may not be a bad idea to take a sip and realize what things are bugging you. So that way when you're back above the water, when the depression wave has passed over and you're able to fill your lungs with glorious sunshine or, you know, great food or whatever the hell brings you back from that, you're able to best prepare yourself for the next wave. And maybe, you know, completely circumvent it altogether. And in that, I want to, you know, again, advise you. That in this moment, whatever you're going through, it's valid. There are reasons behind your pain. There are reasons behind your suffering. There's reasons behind your anger. I truly believe that no one, especially anyone listening to this podcast, is trying to do better for themselves. But I truly believe that no one out there is born angry. No one out there is born sad. There's a story behind all of us. And we just got to sit back and listen to figure out where the hurt is and how we need to best address the hurt. So take these down months. Take them with stride. Know that they are temporary. Know that you will get over this. And most importantly... Know what causes them. Is it because of the weather? Is it because of other work factors bringing you down on top of how shitty the weather is? Like, there was a great joke that, you know, winter is great for a month because you have all the Christmas lights. You have all, like, everybody's in great spirits for the most part. Unless, you know, you're one of those Karens that goes into Walmart and just screams at employees for the hell of it. You know... For the most part, everybody's happier. Everybody's excited for the new year. Everybody's, you know, ready for a new start. And then January, February is just gray, cloudy. If you don't have a partner, 
you hate Valentine's Day, so it's even worse. You know, it's just depressing. And that isn't fair. That isn't fair to you. That isn't fair to any of your friends. It's not fair to any of your family. Again, most importantly, not fair to you. This should be the start of a bright, shiny new year. So take these moments where the rain is just pouring down and look up at the clouds causing them. You know, it's not, I'm not advising you to stay in a certain state of mind that's unhealthy for one for longer than you need to. But sometimes you're in depression, you find strength because you find out what causes it and then you're able to address it. In your own way. And that in itself, you've turned depression into strength. You've overcome something. And it made you that much stronger. Be proud of that. And when the sun finally starts coming up, when March rolls around, and everything's starting to, you know, come out of its hibernation, so will you. And you will come out stronger than you ever were. I believe in you. You can do it. But all that said, and again, this is kind of the real big piece to bring this all back home. Because unfortunately, I do have to end things off a little bit earlier today. As you can tell, my voice is, you know, still acting up a little bit. So I've been fighting the urge to cough (laughs) since like starting podcast. But again, there is no weakness in seeking help. If you find that you're sad is too much for you to deal with, by all means, do what you need to do to get to the help that you need. Reach out to friends, reach out to family, reach out to your workplace, reach out to a medical professional. Because this could be the start of something much more, too. You know, SAG could be the start of actual depression. And that's okay. It's okay to ask for help. You're not weak. You're not a burden to anybody to ask for help. The people that care and want you to succeed are out there. You just have to allow yourself to see it too. And if there's nobody out there, if you don't feel comfortable talking to anybody else, hey, you can come talk to me. I don't know you. Like a lot of these people who listen to the podcast, I don't know you from any different from a grass blade to another. You know? But at the same time, I will gladly listen. Maybe you just want to write a huge ass rant, get something off your chest, and you just want to send it off somewhere. By all means, my email's here if you want somebody to read it. My email's here for that. I am not a therapist by any means, but I can at least be a pair of ears to listen to your worries. And at the end of the day wish you all the best because again i want to see everybody not just everybody who listens to plumes cast like yeah no that's a start like the self you know serving bullshit side of things sure i would love to see that happen but all in all i would love to see everybody living their best lives i think that we're all capable of it and i think you know given kindness given you know, just time to listen and not argue back. Just be able to sit down and have a conversation openly and be like, look, 
this is how I feel about this thing. This is how I am currently. This is, you know, how my heart feels. I think we'd be able to move closer to a future that we all want. We just gotta be able to be okay with asking for help and being vulnerable. And you know, if you don't want to send it to me either, there are great resources online that you can do a message in a bottle, like a virtual message in a bottle. There's a game on Steam. I think it's free to play. Unfortunately, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's all just, I think if you Google, you know, self-help note Steam game, it's basically where you write down all your issues in a note in a bottle and you send it off and somebody who else is playing the game will get it, read it, and can send a nice message back. I'm pretty sure it's free. But, and then you can, like, here's another thing you could do. If it helps to get it sent out and you don't want anybody reading it, make yourself a temporary email box. Google temporary email, like, temporary mailbox. It'll create a email, like a fake email that you can send a message to. You can see that it's delivered and write an email to it. And just, you know, put your heart and soul out there. Because sometimes just saying it, speaking it, letting something know that you are hurting is the first step to recovery. And then maybe you just are able to take on the next challenge. Maybe keep a diary. You know, keep it next to a light box, so that way when you're feeling down about not seeing the sunshine, you're able to turn on the light for about 30 minutes, get some of that sweet, sweet, uh, you know, light energy, the lux, if you will, and write a note. Write a note to yourself, write a note to the future you, write a note to the person that's bugging you. You never have to send it. In fact, there is a great book. It's called Burn After Writing. Or like, it's one of those burn after writing books. You can find them at Target for like $10. And each one, or each page has a prompt. In which you write down, you know, like for example, one may say, color this page in ketchup. You know, something stupid. Like you're supposed to destroy this book after it's said and done. But it's symbolic because... You're able to vent out your frustrations, your stresses, everything else through an app or through a book. And maybe you keep it when it's all done. Maybe you set it on fire and you let yourself free. But the important part is getting that hurt and that energy, that negativity out. Because then you can start making the way for positives. At least that's my belief. But unfortunately, I do have to end things off here because it's starting to get late and I do have to go get the fox wife. But again, seriously, thank you all so much for listening. You know, and if there's anything I can do to help in any way or you want, you know, different topics talked about. If you want me to revisit this in like two months, be like, hey, can I get an update on like transitioning from sad little winter bean to you know, thriving flower bud, by all means, I'm here for that. I do all this 
because I want to see you be the best you you can be. That's why I officially made Plumescast a self-help podcast. Because I, again, I believe in every single one of you, even if you're not listening to the podcast. I want to see you do amazing things. Because through each other, we live our best lives. And I hope, you know, now that we're reaching the end of podcast, that you have an amazing day. That you have an amazing night. doesn't matter what time of day it is. You have an amazing one of it. And an amazing week, too. And you'll, you know, maybe next week you'll send me an email and be like, hey, yeah, no, this this was great. I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> but, and I promise, next week's episode will not be as heavy. I know some of y'all listen to this just for, like, a smile and some jokes. And I, I really didn't toss in that many this time around. Because, again, I was like... I feel as though I'm on a bit of a timeline myself as far as, you know, whether or not I'm going to start hacking. <laughs> and I really just don't want to be like, oh, 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 depression. <laughs> but again, guys, remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and soon to be YouTube. And you can find the show, or you can email the show, excuse me, by sending it directly to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast at gmail.com. Guys, thank you all again so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, have a great whatever time of day it is. And most importantly, keep being the amazing you that I know you are. Bye-bye.